Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode oh. of the Blue Crew. There's my immature <laughs> co-host over there, Cody Frankel. We're a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined, as always, by my good and, like I just said, immature friend, Cody Frankel. But How this you is doing? the last week without regular season hockey, so we got eight more nights to go for the Rangers home opener on October 11th, Alexi Lafreniere's 21st birthday when they played the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I'm very excited. I'll be there. But I know you want to get into some other stuff maybe before we talk hockey, or do you not want to talk about Aaron Judge? Because I know you love him so much. He's he's my, <laughs> my okay? everything, man. Um, no. He finally broke the record, got some nerves off. Uh, huge, you know, burden taken off for him. I don't want to get too much into it and take up too much time because we do have a pretty jam-packed episode, but super happy for him. Finally did it. Uh he's at 61. At the time of this recording, hopefully by Monday when this comes out, he will have broken the record, which will be awesome. Uh, you know, all-time Yankee leader. Um, they got to re-sign this guy. That's that's it. Yankees clinched the AL East. Great stuff. You know, focus on the postseason now. I'm going to game one. So if anybody else so, is going to game one, uh, hit me up and we can meet up. Um, yeah, other than that, Mets are in a super contested uh, tight race here for, uh, you know, super uh, tight. Um, <laughs> against the Braves, so hopefully they pull that one out as well. Um, Alonzo keeps on chugging along, and then Jets are getting Zach Wilson back, so some good things coming for them, and if they win on Sunday against the Steelers, which is absolutely in reach, I think if the Patriots lose, then next week's Jets-Dolphins could be for the division leader, which is something that I have not heard come Ever. from <laughs> like the Jets in – I don't know, 10 years. Um, so good stuff. And then, you know, Giants obviously lost, but maybe maybe they'll uh, rebound with a win on Sunday. So we'll see. After you're listening to this. Yes. Um, <laughs> other than that, let's, let's hit our boys. Uh, Rangers, you know, they played a couple preseason games, looked pretty good for the most part. Uh, other than the first game against the Devils, they, they kind of got whomped on a little bit, which is – a little surprising, but at the same time, you know, it's not their actual lineup. So mm -hmm. who cares? Well, um, I wasn't even watching that game. I was actually at a charity fundraiser Thursday night and I got, I, I, I haven't watched one ounce of preseason. No, I, I watched the clips from game one. I saw all of Othman's, mm -hmm. you know, juicy stuff. And, he played amazing. Yeah. But, um, no, I have not. I, and I, I won't until the baseball season is like concluded. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna watch the regular season. No, I will, but if if if, Yankees, if, the yeah, Yankees, if it's a playoff yeah. game as opposed to the first week of the NHL, like yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. no, it's okay. Uh, but like you game, claim to be you claim to be a bigger Rangers fan than Yankees fan. I absolutely am. Just like if, how does that work? Because if the Rangers are in the playoffs and it's the first or second week of baseball, I'm absolutely not paying attention to baseball until the Rangers are done with the season. And I don't even want to hear it because you claim to grow up an Islanders fan. You, I honestly, no, should that, was like, the that was like six nope, years old. Nope. I should put you out on the streets and make you beg for some cash because you're going to need it because you're about to be out of a job. There definitely was a picture of me somewhere in my, in my old house of me, like at, I think my sixth or seventh birthday. And I'm like wearing a Yashin Jersey and my hair is like blue and orange. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm a phony, but I thought that was a uh, you know a nice little coming out party, telling the truth about my upbringing for you know two to six being an Islanders fan, and then fell in love with the Rangers at like seven, I would say. But um, there was something that I wanted to say. I feel like, oh yeah, I wanted to shout out to, to Thick Nash on Twitter because he DM'd me Thursday night saying like Laffy just scored a six shorthanded goal, so I went to the you know to go clip it and, and post it on Twitter because I love doing that, and that goal was nasty. And I'm getting all these Devils fans in my mentions like dude he did it against an ahl defenseman like Lafayette's not even the best player on his own team shit like that because i was just trolling yeah obviously yeah, because i was, just, yeah, I was just trolling brad pack Aaron, said, igor shesterkin and yeah. adam fox you dummies i was trolling brad pack by saying lafreniere is the best player in the nhl and all the devil's fans got on me for it but man the preseason uh it's it's been exciting i mean 
it feels a little different than normal preseason because there's so many question marks going into this year on mm-hmm. the lineup spots. But I know you, we wanted to talk about Brennan Othman getting cut. It just happened as we're recording. Yeah, it just happened. Way to ruin it, so, dude. I was going to make it super suspenseful, and you just ruined everything. But um, well, this is four days after. No, nope, three days. No, nope. it could have been. We're recording on Friday. It could have been. No one's going to know. <laughs> um, yeah, Othman just got cut like ten minutes ago. Uh, we knew it was going to happen regardless of how well he played. They want to mm-hmm. give him a, you know, enough time in the OHL again. He's obviously going to crush it again in the OHL. Unfortunately, there's just no spot for him because they're not going to put this kid on the fourth line. It's just out of the question. They're not going to put Kravtsov on the fourth line, and then he'll never speak to us again. And they're mm-hmm. not going to put Kako on the fourth line and then have him like, you know, the reason he wants out is because he didn't get enough opportunity. So just doesn't make sense for him to be on the team this year. Unfortunately, does that mean, you know, next year he's not going to be on the team? No, next year he'll, he will for sure be in the top nine, you know, on this team. But that being said, I do think he had a really good camp so far. Also, VC has, you know, you just said you didn't watch a preseason game. <laughs> I, I, does that mean, does that mean I can't check the scoreboard? And does that mean I, I can't, you know, go on I Twitter guess. like you do every minute of every single day and look at all I need to do is look at your tweets and I that's all and I that, need. That makes you, you form an opinion. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever My you tweets. say, it's it's the opposite. <laughs> but uh no, I did see VC has been on the scoreboard quite often and I saw a couple mm-hmm. clips and you know, a little resurgence tour for him. So he looked good in the Boston game, I thought. Um, the preseason game in Boston. I, you know I what think, I like? Uh, I actually watched some of that Boston game. I like. That was a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. I and I, game. I did uh, post that clip of that overtime winner where Trocheck goes for a terrible change in the back check, and Foxy kind of gets caught. Uh, you know, not skating back hard. So, mm. dude, they left Kravtsov on a two-on-one out to dry. He's probably the worst defensive player in the roster right now. That was pretty funny. He played that terribly. <laughs> dude, leave Kravtsov alone. All right. That is a mistake that will be fixed in the regular season. That's just like preseason hockey being lazy. Like some fans were like, "This can't happen." Or blah blah blah. Trocha yeah. already fucking up. Well, uh, outside of camp, I I actually want to transition a little bit and t- and talk a little bit more about what these guys can do throughout the season because it's going to be really interesting. Because now you can't call Offman back up, right? He's mm-hmm. he's done. You can't even have him for playoffs if you want him, and. Their lineup is basically set. So they traded Niels, got this first round pick, and now they have two first. And I personally think there's no way they make both of these picks. It just doesn't make sense for them to make both of these picks. They obviously would use a pick and whatever cap they have for ammunition for somewhat of a big trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to me because it's like they don't have any spots available. So no. like, the only way, you know, there's all that you've mentioned it a lot of times. Uh, my buddy has mentioned it. Who's a big Hawks fan, you know, the cane trade, whatever. But like the only way they can really make a trade like this at this point is if Kako goes the other way like mm-hmm. that, that or, or crafts off. I mean, whichever one is producing, you know, not as well. Cause those are the two like kind of disgruntled guys a little bit. And those are the two who might not have a future on this team. I mean, it would be lovely if they do. But, like, realistically, one of them's probably going to go. So it's like one of those guys is going to be in a return. I know you mentioned Blake Wheeler. I, I don't want any part of, you know, trading one of those guys for a 35-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know Kane's 34, but Kane's yeah, a different breed. Literally, yeah. Kane's <laughs> a different breed. He doesn't yeah. count. Um, but that being said, it's like it's going to be kind of really interesting to look at what this team is going to do here because, like, they really don't have any – wiggle room to like squeeze in a premier player in that top six. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I'm just going to tell you my biggest concern Mm -hmm. and this team struggled a lot last year, scoring five on five until the deadline, until those guys came in. Yeah. All of them are gone again. So, Uh, you know, how is this team going to do at five on five? That's like my biggest question mark. I think going in right now, I know, you know, you add Trocheck, you add Kravtsov, there aren't many other additions, right? Like it's pretty much the same roster as it was right. You know, last year when they started. So who's to say if they're going to get better or not at five and five. So I think the deadline issues could be a similar, you know, similar problem, right? They're going to need more five and five scoring. The power play should be fine this season. It's the same power play it was last year, but who are they going to go after? Dude, you know, that five can, and five scoring? sorry to interrupt you, but do you what? know who I think they're going to go after? Who I think like I, I know the Kane talk is getting like all this smoke and you know whatever, 
But I think two guys who they're going to really keep their eye on uh, come you know trade deadline or even before that are going to. I love be, that we're talking deadline before the even first puck drop. You like that? Um, is is Brock Besser and Bo Horvat? And I say that because. The Canucks just signed Miller to this really big deal, and now they're more cap restricted. I know cap's going to expand, you know, in the future, but Besser and Horvat have been two guys on the block for a really long time, and I feel like that's the kind of move where you can trade, like you know, uh, first and Akako for, I don't know, Besser or something like that. I mean, they're both like thirty goal scorers, right? So. It's, no, uh, Horvat. I don't think Horvat's a 30 goal scorer. Dude, Horvat had, I'm pretty sure Horvat had like 31 goals last He's year. He's also, I, I think Besser would be more of a target. He Horvat's was. a center. I think center, right? The center position right now is pretty much solidified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, you're wrong. Horvat's the one who had 30 goals last year. Uh, Besser had a bad year last year. He Besser had 23 goals. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And Horvat actually had, had missed 12 games as well. Oh, really? and so did Besser. I realized he had that early year last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he didn't have a crazy year, but he had mm-hmm. 31 goals, 21 assists. Like it's yep. pretty solid. I would like. Um, I didn't even think for a second that he had 30 goals. So that's yeah. Very I mean, we could just trade everybody for Pedersen. That would be nice. Yeah. But um, you know. I think we should go into fan questions though. I know we want to break yeah. down pretty much all the divisions after this, but we have a lot of good fan questions this week. And okay. we're going to be talking about the trade deadline. I feel like every episode leading up to it. So that's your way of us of saying like, let's get the fuck off this topic. But, um, <laughs> <Literally>. yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you want to go into fan questions? Yeah. We do have a lot of good ones. Okay. So the first one, a repeat question asker, what do you, what would you call that? Or like a, someone who asks a question every week, what would you call them? Recurring repeat, of, repeat offender offender. I guess we'll go with that. <laughs> so, uh, M crank 10, Wants to know, would you rather have laughs pretty skating or Mika's flow? Both pretty majestic. I think everyone that listens to this podcast knows my answer. So let's go to you. Your answer is probably laughs pretty skating, but I'm going to say Mika's flow because Uh he has such thick hair that you got to think of life after hockey and you know, his, his hair is going to be there for a long time. So I like long hair, but I think it's too long for me. Well, well, Mika's is kind of grimy. Like, <laughs> like, I think I think Brett has the best hair on the team right now. Brett, yeah, I mean, Brett's locks are incredible. Yeah, but um, no. In in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, I I would I would prefer laughs pretty skating for sure. <laughs> but Mika's flow is majestic. I can't imagine you with long hair like that. Have you ever had your hair long? Um, when I was ten. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to see a picture after. Yeah, I I actually had a bowl cut. Really? Yeah, my, mom, my mom didn't like me. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, next. Next up, we got Rami Lowry, friend of the show. Uh, will we get a season of the kid line? Mm-hmm. What are expectations for the kids? And I feel like we talked about the second part of that question a lot. Do you want to talk about the kid line first? Yeah. Uh, no, we won't get a full season of the kid line. Um, yes, we will get to see the kid line and it might be some combination of like 20 games or something like that. I'm sure, you know, a lot of things are going to change throughout the season. Uh, that being said, I do think that we're going to start with the kid line, which is nice. And, you know, if they do get that chemistry, I'm sure we're going to see them for a whole bunch of games, but what happens is what always happens where eventually they will cool off at some point. And then, you know, GG will say, all right, we need to switch things up. He'll throw one of them on bread's line. I'll throw one of them on, you know, that top line. I I, I can't imagine. And I said this last week, I just can't imagine Sammy Blay is going to stay on this first line for too long. I I can't see it. I think at some point it's going to be Lafreniere. And at some point they're going to give Kako a shot too. And then, you know, if Kravtsov's lighting it up, he might get a shot too. So it's, it's kind of going to be a fluid situation, but in terms of expectations, my expectations are sky high because I think Lafreniere is going to have that breakout season that we've all been waiting for. Um, Kako and, and Kravtsov are in like do or die seasons here. Like they need to have good seasons to stay with this team in the future. And then Hedl is like, you know, he's a kid, but it's like, this is his fifth or sixth season. So it's how many of those are you going to have until he, takes it to that next step and and we saw him do it in the playoffs and I expect him to build on that. So I think we could end up seeing the kid line stick together all year. I like I I, th- I think they dude they they play so well together. Like it's so hard to argue against, right? Like they yeah. click they, they they possess the puck. They do everything the right way and they all they're three different players completely. Like Kako's that heavy forward below the goal line. Lafreniere is the skilled playmaker and and Hedl's kind of the speed on that line right so yeah they do balance each other out pretty well and i could see them like 
I, I don't know if I want them to stay together or not. I think it makes the Rangers a deeper team. If I do because do I have together. the shirt. Yeah, the shirt is safe. <laughs> Shout out to Blue York. But I do think it does make the Rangers a deeper team having that line together. At the yeah. same time, I, like I do want to see Lafreniere have like a monster season. I don't think it'll be on that line where he does it. But yeah. like there could come a time where they're just the number one line. Like they could be the best line. I, I could easily see that happening where they get the most minutes if they're playing the best. Like you don't have to play Kreider and Mika just because they're Kreider and Mika. You play the line that's buzzing for you the most. Yeah. If this is the line, then why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I do know. I do know. I, I, there's no pressure on them. It's not the playoffs. Like I think there's definitely pressure on them because as a line, I think there's more not, pressure on them. I line. actually think there's more pressure on them playing individually on different lines than there is as a line. I mean, sure, but I think each one of the four kids on offense have a pretty immense amount of pressure. Everybody is expecting. I mean, you look at you know any top analytics site. You look at NHL.com. You look at Bleacher Report. Everybody is talking about Lafreniere as one of the breakout candidates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got to know that. I mean, there's got to be pressure on him. He knows he needs to have a big season this year. He's looking at that, you know, Hugh, Jack Hughes type of breakout season. Um, you know, Heedle knows that he had an excellent playoffs. He wants to build on that. And like I said, you know, just before Kako and Kravtsov, they they know they're a little bit disgruntled here and they're trying to get their footing. They're trying to build on, you know, Kravtsov had great seasons in the KHL. He's trying to build on that and have it translate into the NHL. And then, you know, Kako is is trying to develop his shot and, and score some goals. I, I'm sure one of his goals this season is to be a 20-goal scorer. So I think that type of pressure. Kako you know, is trying a 20-goal yeah, scorer? yeah. I do. Yeah. I think, I think that is absolutely something he's probably looking at. I mean, you know, and I think the pressure builds and the pressure builds and the pressure builds and each of these kids know what is expected of them. And on top of all of this and their own pressure, this team has immense pressure to build on what they did last year and, you know, try and bring back that fifth cup to New York city. So I, I think there is a good amount of pressure on each one of these kids. Um, you know, as they're playing together, I would argue that the pressure is, I, 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 yeah, no, actually, you know what? I agree with you. I think the pressure is definitely less when they're playing together because then they can just go out and have fun. Mm -hmm. I'm happy you agree with me. I feel like that's rare. Yeah. Yeah. I was about <laughs> to, I was, I was getting ready to argue you. And then I was like, you know what? Wait, Man, that makes sense. I'm arguing kinda. myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Right. But yeah, uh, great question. Thanks, Rami. Um, going into Jacob Fort Gang, do you think we could finish in the top five in both PK and PP percentage? There's no reason why we can't. I don't yeah. think I don't think the special teams has changed much. The Rangers finished fourth last year in the power play percentage with 25.2% rating, and they were seventh on the PK with a 82.3% rating there, killing off those penalties. So, you know, you have Igor Shosturkin. I think he's the best, most important penalty killer there is on the ice, right? Like, as long as you have a good goalie, your PK has a really good chance. And, you know, any penalty kill that's successful is usually an 80% rate and above. So the fact that the Rangers were there, and, and same thing with power play, 20% and above, you know, it's it's a really good sign going into the playoffs if their special teams can perform, you know, on both ends. So, um, yeah, there's no reason to believe why I don't think they could be in the top five on the power play. They only lost Strom, and right now it looks like they're going to put Trocek there. Yep. Um, I'm sure that spot will get filled by different guys throughout the year if Trotrick doesn't perform, but there's no reason why he won't. Um, and then, yeah, PK wise, like you know, like you, you lose Tyler Mott, you lose Andrew Cop, but you know, still have Heedle, still have Trocheck. Now will fill in on the penalty killer. Ryan Carpenter is a good penalty killer on that fourth line. Um, Who do you think's getting that last fourth line slot? It, it's it, VCs to lose, you think, or not? Because he's on a PTO. Like, do you think? Do you okay? Do I don't think, think it'll be a consistent spot throughout the year. I think they'll they'll go back and forth. Like you on, think so? The, okay. Because yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, do you think it's a little disrespectful for fans to assume that the spot is VCs when guys like Gautier and Hunt and Brzezinski, who have you know, I mean, they're obviously just grinders. But like, do you think? I I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say here, other than like, do you think it's like? wrong to assume that the spot is VCs when there's these other grinders who like obviously are pushing for the spot as well. Well, I don't think it's wrong to assume because VZ has had a decent preseason, but like then again, we're watching preseason hockey right now, you know, like yeah. VZ also got some power play time. So that's a reason why he could, you know, potentially get that role too, because yeah. he also can be a filling guy 
you know, with the skill players. Jimmy Vesey is a Hobie Baker winning hockey player. Like he was unbelievable. So much skill, so much talent. That was a lifetime ago. I mean, he just hasn't found that that right fit yet. Yeah, he lost his confidence. So, you know, and it's not like he's going to gain so much confidence this year. He's not going to have, you know, so much ice time, but what he's been able to do thus far in preseason with that ice time is showing. So yeah, I, I think it's more beneficial to have a guy like VZ in the lineup over a hunt, over a Goche, over Brodzinski. I mean, Brodzinski, I think is a good player too, but he's, um, he's a true grinder. He's one yeah. of those guys who, you know, he's fast. You're 10% he's fast. Goche is fast too. Hunt's yeah, for sure. Hunt's like a solid skater. Um, But yeah, I, I, you know, I think VZ is a decent shot, but I think they'll, they'll all just be interchangeable throughout the year. Okay, so who has impressed you so far in training camp? I'll let, I'll let you go for that. I think it's, I mean, this one is just so obvious, but Keandre Miller, like right from the jump, he, he just like looks like he's so confident out there. I mean, he had a great year last year. He's building off of that. And the only complete game I did watch was that first preseason game where Othman looked great, looked great too. But, you know, I watched a little bit of the Boston game. I watched a little bit of the Devils game. Othman, you know, wasn't the most noticeable guy out there whenever he was out there, but that first game, he was great. But Keandre Miller to me has been the most standout player thus far. You know, that's, that's really it. I, I mean, that's kind of like an obvious answer. There's, I guess VZ you could make a, a case for as well. Um, really? Yeah. And I thought Deming played solid too in, in that when he was in. Yeah. I know Igor had a rough night last night. Again. Yeah. Well, at the, the time Devils. of this recording, yeah, against the Devils, he had a rough night. But um, yeah, from what I've seen, I mean, not much, but in that Bruins game, Lafreniere looked like he was, um, I, I think that was Lafreniere, right? Um, he scored that little tapping goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he did that and then he scored again against the Devils, right? Yeah. He had that nasty, like, pickpocket goal. Yeah. Top shelf. So, so he's one guy who obviously is looking really good. And it's good to see my boy get some recognition. There was um, a little scare, too. He, like, blocked a shot. Yeah. 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 And he was freaking out. Yeah, that was that was bad. Um, all right, next. Next up, we got Kay, a new questioner, Kaylee Skitchitano. Sorry if I didn't pronounce Skitchitano, that correctly. bro. It's not that hard. All right, my um, bad. What is one player you think is going to improve the most from last year to this year on the Rangers? Improve the most. I mean, the easy answer is Lafreniere. Um, that was my answer as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but someone I'm actually going to say – right now is Braden Schneider. I think he's going to have That's what Molly a, said, I think, right? Didn't Molly say that as her like uh X factor or whatever? No, she said Heedle. Heedle. She did? Yeah, she said Heedle. Braden Schneider, I think he's going to build on his season from last year. I think he developed a little bit more confidence. I think he's going to be um, you know, more in line of like a Truba-esque player than, you know, an Adam Fox-esque player, but I think I think he's going to be a staple in this top six, um, you know, for years to come. And I think he's going to build on his season that he had last year and really, uh, really improve a little bit. I'm going to say a lot of it. And, well, what's up? I said a lot of it. Oh, I, I was going to say Lafreniere, but I don't know if this is like, I don't know if this is a good answer. This is probably a terrible answer, but Grace Kreiner. No, I was going to say Panarin. I knew you were going to say that. Well, you did. You did. No, you didn't. I knew you were going to say Panarin. I no just, I, I knew it. I barely, you know I barely ever talk about Panarin. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> what? Why do you look like know. you're just like stone faced? Uh, I no, I had a feeling you were going to say Panarin just because the second you said, "Oh, I don't know if you know this is really a hot take," but um, well, no, I, I think he had a great year last year, but mm, he could be a little bit more of a shooter, you know. Maybe, well, he, maybe already, he, was, he already openly came out and said he yeah. wants to redevelop his game and get back to what he was and shoot the ball more and, and build some. He shoot said he ball. lost. Shoot, shoot the, ball the ball more? Yeah, you know, just shoot the rock. Um, rock. Hit, hit the rock, yeah, no, but uh, shoot the pucks <laughs> some more. And he did say he lost some confidence yeah. over over the year. And so maybe that's a good answer. It, it, no, it's not bad. It's, but not it's hard bad. to say that when a guy had nine. You're not allowed to talk about my boy without asking for permission, though. Yes, that's my guy. It's, it's it's hard to say that Panarin could be the most improved after having a 96 point season. To that point, I I'm saying this because Panarin, you know, last year played with Dryden Hunt for half the season. Played with Cop at center. What's that a sign felt by Panarin? Ooh, how you doing? Um, yeah. wait, who is who is centering Panarin's line? Strong. Uh, no, strong. 
so yeah, he played with Strom and, and Cop and Hunt and all these different guys throughout the year last year and still put up 96 points. So, you Jeez, know, I think Hunt. playing on a line with Trocek yeah. and, and, you know, Kraftsov, whoever it might be on, on the right wing there mm. could make his year that much better. I hope, I hope Kravy is very beneficial. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Um, yeah. I hope, I hope Kravy playing with, uh, Panarin is, is very beneficial for him. And mm-hmm. I hope he does, you know, get a lot of looks in terms of chances to shoot and generate plays and stuff like that. Because I think playing with one of the most dynamic, uh, you know, left wingers in the game is going to be detrimental and, and huge to his game. So craft side right now is plus 2,500 to win the Calder trophy. Put a little sprinkle on that. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got NHL experience, and he's playing with Artemi Panarin. Like, he's not a typical rookie, you know? Interesting. I wonder what those odds are on um, on underdog fantasy. I don't know if I don't know if you can take futures on mm, underdog. We'll check sweet. that out. We'll check yeah. that out for, for next episode. So we're going to go into a couple of quick hitters. And the first one we got, this is also from M. Crank, so thank you to him again. Always ask us questions. Um, you know, we appreciate it. So will Artemi Panarin break 100 points? Yep. His point total is going to be 107 points. Don't forget that number 107. That is 107. Do you think 30 goals, 35 goals, 35 goals? It's a lot. I would love that. That'd be sick. Okay. Next one. I agree. Also, I think he does break 100 this year. How as many well. points? How many points? What's your prediction? I kind of like your 107, to be honest. Stop cat. All right. Next. No, I think it's a good answer. Can Mika reach a career high in goals? 41. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he heats up, absolutely. Why not? I mean, he he went off in the playoffs. He was our point leader in the playoffs. Um, you know, Mika is a streaky player. It's it, it is what he is. But when he's hot, I mean, the guy can have ten goals in a row in ten games. So uh, I don't see why not if he stays healthy. And you know, I I also honestly wouldn't rule out a hundred points for him either. If I'm being no. completely honest, mm-hmm. he did finish last year with twenty nine goals and eighty one points in eighty one games. So. I expect him to get that up to at least 90 this year with, with how he's playing coming to the season. Okay. Next one is the last one. Cry- oh, not the last one. Second to last one. Kreider over under 45 goals. Kreider over under 45 goals under. I think he's going to be in the 36 to 40 range. I agree. I think he's going to be in. Th- I think he's going to be 35 to 45. Mm-hmm. I just think he can have the same production year because if I had to guess 37. What? 37 goals. Yeah. I'm going to say he, he hits 40 again, just because of the power play, he had 26 power play goals last year. Like he also had 81 points. Did he? Oh no, no, he had uh no, no, he had uh 77, 77. Yeah. He didn't have many assists. I don't think yeah. last year, but yeah, I, I think Kreider will hit 40. I don't think he'll get 45. So I'm going to say under on 45. And then the, la- the last one, which I'm hammering this over Lafreniere over or under 50 points over 50 points. What's your yeah. what's your points prediction on the front of the air exactly and goals and assists? Go. Sixty to sixty-five points that range. I'm gonna say he has twenty-four goals and thirty-six assists. If that's the math, or is that sixty? Wait, what I say? Is it sixty to sixty-five? Right. Yes. So that's sixty. Twenty-four goals and thirty-six assists. Yeah. Twenty-four goals and thirty-six assists. That gets okay. you to sixty, right? And Good for math. reference, he had thirty-one points this year in yeah. a, in a full season. Nineteen goals, though. Not all, yeah, all at five and five, too. All five okay. and five goals. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm also hammering the over, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say he has fifty-four points this year, mm-hmm. twenty-five goals, and twenty-nine assists. <laughs> what up? <laughs> The math is so funny. We're both like, so hard to do the math. Um, yeah, no, we obviously expect a lot out of him, and he's proven he could score no matter who he plays with. So, yeah, if he's on the kid line, whether it's the kid line or playing with, you know, Kreider and Mika, like there's no reason why he can't put up at minimum 20 goals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for fan questions this week. Thank you guys for writing those in. We love them, and we hope you continue to write them throughout the season. But now we're going to go into our division predictions. Do you okay. want to start in the West and then come back to the Metro? Yeah, let's up? let's finish. Yeah, let's finish with the Metro. So let's start with the Pacific Division. I'll read okay. out the team for you. It's okay. The Kraken. I the I got him. I got the list. You got him. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start eight to one, or do you want to start one to eight? I think we can do eight to one. Eight to one. Okay. Yeah. So who do you think will finish in last in the Pacific Division? I'm gonna go with the San Jose Sharks. Really? 
Yeah. Interesting. Why? Because they suck. They don't. I don't think they suck. They suck. I don't think they're that bad. I I think Logan Couture is great. Timo Meyer is a good player. I you know they lost Brent Burns, but Eric Carlson is still. I, a I heard solid that Tomas Hurdle guy is pretty good, but yeah, um, Hurdle is amazing. Like, I don't think they're that bad of a team, but they definitely are not consistent. Who who are they beating besides the Kraken? And I think the Kraken come right above them. They're not passing anybody else. The Ducks. No, wrong. You literally, <laughs> dude. You're you're such a fraud. It's insane because you're literally making. That was bets a joke. Just you're making bets with me about the about the Ducks not doing well and whatever so we have a bet going on and then you're tweeting that the ducks are going to get carried to the playoffs you're a fraud yeah by who you skipped the last part of the, the, the important part of the tweet. Yeah. you said by zegris and you said by <laughs> um the exact tweet was frank vetrano and ryan strom are going to carry the ducks to the playoffs playoffs are playoffs man that's all i'm saying um it was a right. joke. yeah i know um, my, i agree with you though my eighth team uh in the Pacific oh, so you're saying the sharks no, oh no, no! I'm saying the Kraken. I don't know why I'm saying the Sharks. Oh, okay. I have the Kraken finishing eighth, but I'll go into my seventh, and that's the Sharks. I have the Sharks finishing seventh there. Okay, so but I think I think the, the Sharks top. are better than the Kraken. Sure, I I do too, but I think mm-hmm. the Kraken surprise and and don't finish in last. Okay, so who do you have in seventh? The Kraken. Oh, you do. Okay, so yep. we're pretty aligned there. Yeah. Uh, let's go off. into the sixth seed, and I'll let you go first because I went first last time. I think in terms of the sixth seed. This is tough, and and this you know is what it is. But oh man, this yeah, this is tough. I'm gonna say Vegas. Vegas finishing sixth. Yep, I'm gonna say Vegas has a really bad year. I think they're an old team. I think their time is is past, and you know they don't really have any new and exciting young stars. Just Jack Eichel. Just sure he's. I mean, since when is he new? But okay. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I mean, he didn't just come to new the, to the team. New to the oh, team. Sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sure. He's new to the team, but um, he was on the team last year and they, they crumpled with him. So he was um, on the team last year for less than half the season after he had, dude, I don't know. They were in the, they were in the playoff race when he wasn't there. And then he comes to the team and they fall out of the playoff race. I'm just going to put it out there for my, you know, UFO truth seekers, but um, I'm going with the Vegas Knights uh, mm-hmm. in sixth. They do have some good players. Obviously, you know, they have Eichel, um, they did, they did re-sign Riley Smith, right? Yep. Phil Kessel, um, they added also. Yeah. Phil the thrill. Petrangelo. Their, their biggest question mark is goaltending right now. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I'm putting them six in conclusion to, I think the ducks get better and I think the Canucks get better. And I think the other teams, they're all playoff teams. So it's just like a byproduct of the other teams getting better, not the Knights getting worse. Mm-hmm. So. I have the Anaheim Ducks coming in sixth in the Pacific. And you know how I feel about them. I, I just, I don't think they're They didn't there make yet. the additions because they did. No, they did, but I don't think they're there yet. I think they're still okay. really young. I, I do think they have a good goalie in John Gibson. They added John Klingberg, which is a good pickup. But Yeah, Klingberg, Vitrano, and Strom is, isn't enough, of course. It's not. I, I, I think their entire team is pretty young. They lost Ryan Getzoff. It's their first year without him. Okay. And God knows how long. I, I just don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't really expect them to to do well at a consistent level. And I don't know his status yet, but Zegers got hurt in preseason. Do you see that hit? He got fucking smoked. Sure, he's fine. Also, uh, I heard a kid Mason McTavish is like pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I, but he's a rookie. Yeah. You're going to bet on a rookie to get the team yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah, and I think he's probably going to win the Calder too. Okay, um, I mean that's a good prediction, but yes, I don't think he's like carrying them to the playoffs. I don't think okay. he'll have more than than 55 points. Okay. So I'll go with my fifth seed and and I'm actually taking, I'm taking five teams out of the Pacific to make the playoffs and three out of the central, just to be clear. So I think this team is making the playoffs and that's the Vancouver Canucks in fifth. Yeah. I know, Thatcher, you're, I know you're big on them. Thatcher Demko. I think after, after Jake Ottinger for me, I think Ottinger is my pick to win the Vesna this year, but I think Thatcher Demko is another guy that could easily be in that Vesna race this year. He was a stud last year for Vancouver. It's their first year. What? You're saying Jake Ottinger is going to win the Vesna. He's my, he's only, just my pick, but only three. Shot. But they're but they're not going to make the playoffs because the stars. Yeah, I have the stars. Okay, so so you have one of Minnesota, St. Louis, or Colorado not making the playoffs. Yeah, the wild Your rankings are dookie, bro. I have the wild missing so, out. Okay, wild. My boy is wild over here. Talk Who's about your the wild. Fifth seed? 
I would. I think I agree with you. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be the Canucks. Yeah. I. Okay. I just don't have them making the playoffs. I have them. You know, elevating this year, getting slightly better than last year. But I, in my mind, I. Th- I think they just miss, and I actually think it's gonna be four and four this year. The same, probably the same four and four as last year. Then, right? Like for the most part. Well, last year was three and five. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Vegas miss. Remember Vegas and Canucks miss. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. It was yep. Oilers, Flames, Kings. You're right. Yep. Yep. You're right. Do you okay. want to go into sure. four? number four? I'm going with the Anaheim Ducks. I think they sneak in the playoffs. I think they elevate. Uh, we just went over it. They made some really big auditions in Stromer, Vetrano, Klingberg. I think they have a good goaltender in Gibson. Um, they're getting McTavish up, who, like I just said, is my Calder pick. And, you know, Zegris, Troy Terry, guys like that are only going to build on their seasons. Um, and I think they squeeze in that last eight seed spot Four, I, I, that's, you know, I know how you feel about them, but four, I'm going with the Los Angeles Kings, big pickup, yeah. big pickup in Kevin Fiala. Yeah. Um, you know, they made the playoffs last year. They haven't really lost much. Quinton Byfield's back. He should have, you know, a better sophomore season. Kopitar's still at the top of his game. Drew Dowdy back on the, on the blue line. And then, you know, a good one, two punch in net with Jonathan quick, who's going to be a hall of famer probably in Cal Peterson. I think, yep. you know, this team is basically the same as last year. Deneau is solid. Arvidsson solid. Um, so, you know, I think the Kings get back in the playoffs, but in that four seed. Okay. Um, my three, two, one, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the same as last year. I think the Kings get the three seed Edmonton, the two seed and Calgary, the one seed. I don't think much changes there. Calgary obviously had some crazy, uh, you know, swaps this year, but I think they're still the, for sure the strongest team in, uh, you know, in this division. Um, I think Edmonton obviously is always going to be good with their one, two punch, and their question is, and will always be their goaltending. That being said, I still think they're, you know, better than the Kings. And then uh, the Kings, like you said, they just got Fiala, who's a fantastic player. I think he's going to be a huge addition for them. And, you know, I think they build on their season from last year and they uh, get in the playoffs again as a wild card team. That was a good, good breakdown. I like that. I think my three, two, one is, you know, similar, but different. I have Vegas in that three seed. I think Vegas just returns to the playoffs. They've been good since they joined the league. They have a really deep blue line. Petrangelo is a really good defenseman. They're like I said, their biggest question mark is just goaltending. But yeah, yeah, you know, Eichel Eichel hasn't made the playoffs in his entire career. I think he's going to be as hungry as ever coming to a full healthy season for the first time in two years. So I just I I think they just might have a different hunger this year than they maybe had last year. Um, And then two, I'm just flip flopping the Oilers and the Flames. I think the Oilers win the the division this year, Um, just because Calgary just has a completely different look now, right? Without Gaudreau, without Kachuk, I think it might take them time to adjust. And you know, Kadri right now. We were actually talking about it during the live fantasy show at the NHL this week, and Kadri might not have the year that people are expecting him to have, just because you sure. kind of mix you kind of mix in like a Stanley Cup hangover. He just signed a big contract. He was playing in a contract year, which gives you that extra hunger. You know, I, I think he's back. I in don't Canadian, know, man. They literally back just, in a Canadian market where he's listen, been. They just swapped out. They swapped out. You're right, but they just swapped out two stars for two other stars. You know, like yeah, but I I just. I don't know. I, I think the Oilers have a very similar team to last year, and they got better in the goaltending department, adding Jack Campbell. I think this is arguably Connor McDavid's like best opening day roster that he's had in his career. And I think okay. honestly, like having a Vander Kane now that Vander Kane's done with all of his off ice problems, mm-hmm. pretty much he's put that in the past. He's gonna be on that first line with McDavid. Like you know, I think the Oilers could just take it, and I think Campbell has a lot to prove this year. So, like I don't, I, I think Calgary is gonna figure it out and be really good. But I just think at the start. I think Edmonton might just get off to that better start than Calgary will. Okay. Disagree, but that's fine. Um, Regardless, Mm -hmm. both of them making playoffs. Uh, Let's head on over to the central eighth is Arizona. It will always be Arizona regardless of how bad Chicago is. Um, Yeah. I I think eighth is Arizona. I, I know Chicago, you know, is in shambles, but they still got, a decent goaltender. They got, you know, a really good defenseman in Seth Jones. They got a stud named Patrick Kane. And I I don't think they're, you know, on Arizona's level and Arizona also lost, you know, some guys like Phil Kessel. So, so you have them seven, eight, obviously. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to flip flop again. (laughs) We're like, we're like sometimes aligned, but like there has to be always like some little thing. Right. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I just for me, I just think Chicago's like made it clear that they're trying to lose for the most part. Like they traded away Doc, traded uh-huh. away Debrinkat. Like they're gonna trade away Kane. They might trade away Taves. Like it's just clear that they don't really want to have a successful season so they can get Connor Bedard 
in the draft next year where, you know, I feel like Arizona right now just needs to do better simply for pride. Like they're uh-huh. playing in a college rink. There's a lot going on there in that organization. Like, you know, yeah. I don't think they're going to try and tank on purpose. Like they need to get fucking asses in that, in the seats. Right. Like, yeah, you know, they have lots of proof. So that's why I think like Arizona will finish just ahead of Chicago. Um, okay. But I'll just go into my sixth pick from there. Okay. And that is actually this. So these teams are really hard, right? Six through one. Like this is a really good division um, uh-huh. in my mind, but I have to go with Nashville. Okay. Sixth. I don't, I don't feel confident about this. I don't love it. Um, but yeah, I, I think Nashville finishes sixth in this division. And just because the other teams are, are very good and, you know, I'll kind of talk about them as we go into them. But um, for me, like they're kind of interchangeable between Winnipeg and Nashville. I have Winnipeg at five, Nashville at six, but like, I think, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see either of those teams cracking the top four. So I, I agree with you, but again, flip-flopped, I'm leaving it as it is. Um, uh-huh. and I am leaving, you know, Winnipeg six and Nashville five. I think Nashville is the same exact team. They didn't lose anybody big. Um, you know, they're always going to be competitive. They have good goaltending, um, really good goaltending. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just re-signed Forsberg, which obviously is huge. And then, uh, you know, Winnipeg, I think they have a lot to figure out still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to, go six, five, uh, keeping it same as it was last year. Um, so far in my eight through five, uh, number four, I am going to swap and I'm going to put St. Louis at number four. Wow. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yes. I'm going to put St. Louis at number four and I'm going to put Dallas at number three. I think Dallas has a better year this year. Again, basically the same team. They didn't really lose much of anyone except for Klingberg. They still have some very good players like Jason Robertson, but also have some very good defensemen like Miro. And, um, you know, I do think they kind of elevate there a little bit. Like you said, Ottinger is a great goalie. Mm -hmm. I think he has a really, really good year. And that being said, I do think they slightly surpass St. Louis. Um, you know, so three, but you have St. Louis in the playoffs, both in playoffs. Yeah. I have St. Louis in in a wild card. I have Dallas in the number three and then two, one, I got to leave it as it is. Um, Minnesota, Colorado. I think Minnesota is a great team. That being said, I don't see them passing Colorado. So should I just do all four then? Yeah. Okay. Cause mine are different. I have the wild and four. And I just think outside of Caprizov, the wild don't have much of a star, right? Like, Okay. You can make the claim like maybe Dumba, but like okay, they, they don't have any. Like Matt Boldy had a pretty good rookie year last year, but losing Kevin Fiala was big. He was a stud last year. For can I game. just say something? What Zuccarello? In- incredibly disrespectful to Zuccarello, who had seventy nine points last year, twenty four goals and fifty five assists. Yes, um, the two of them play together. The two of them play together, but but outside of them, I I don't just I don't see much on that roster. Okay, sure, and I, I don't mean, I don't they, believe in Marc Andre Fleury. Like he's old. Like he's the starting goalie. Like I don't I don't. I don't think Flurry had a great year in Chicago last year. He came over to Minnesota and was fine. Him and Cam Talbot split the net, but they also lost Cam Talbot. Like for me, Minnesota just, I don't look at that team on paper and like think, wow, like they're sick. You know, I just, it's, it's not a team that excites me. I, I love, I love watching Kaprizov and I, I've never really had attachment to Zuccarello. Like I, you know, I liked him as a player, but when he was a Ranger, I was never like, I love Zuccarello. Like he, he was great. I like him. Um, I mean, <laughs> what? Hartman's a great player. He had, he, he was close to 40 goals last year. Like Marco Rossi is a young stud. Matthew Boldy, uh, you know, was right there in the Calder. Um, I got to disagree here. Uh, yeah, you're allowed I think to they have, you know, a lot of good players. I think Brodeen is a fantastic defenseman. Obviously Dumba's really good. Spurgeon's a good defenseman. Um, on top of that, they, they do have good goaltending and they have a really, really good goalie in flurry. I know he, is old, but I still think he's a really good goalie. And I, I just think on top of that, they have good coaching and the team gels really well. And not all the time do you need to have, you know, 10 superstars for a team to be really good. They just happen to gel really well. And uh, they do have Kaprizov, who's one of the best in the game. And I don't see any of the other teams surpassing them. Is, it's funny because Kaprizov is actually my MVP pick this year. Yeah. So I think, I think he has to carry, I think he has to carry them. Sure. And, and he very well might. He very well might, um, but I, yeah. I just I, so I have them at four because I I just think the other three teams are better. Like I think okay. Dallas is, Dallas is just a better team to me on paper, and I think Ottinger is a better goalie up and coming than Flurry. Like sure. obviously not career wise, but the playoffs Ottinger had last year was insane. Like you know I said it on the other, on the show, 
that he finished third and goal stayed above expected behind Igor and Bassey. Like he was right up there with them. He carried them to a game seven against Calgary and they almost won. I just um, think to have yeah. on your end, to have the Kings making the playoffs over the wild is absolutely insane to me because well, the Kings don't really have any superstars either. What do you mean? Kopitar, Dowdy, Kempe's sure, a, okay. Kempe's a sick player. Fiala's, they got Fiala from Minnesota. So they got the hour from Minnesota who the fart noise. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hartman is essentially like the same They're That's you know, Fiala? sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think Fiala is a much better individual player than Hartman. Hartman just benefits from playing with guys like Caprizo and Zuccarello. That's what Fiala is a fantastic about. player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Fiala is like, you know, he's always had the skills, but like last year was his first true breakout year. And I just, I, I don't know. I think I think the Wild are a much better team than the Kings. I don't think it's even comparable in my eyes. Okay. But. Let, let me go into 2-1 and one because I know you're going to have a problem with this too. I have the Blues finishing first in the division. I think they have the best odds as well at plus 1,200 to win the Central Division. The, the Blues have a 1A, 1B in net. Dude, Alexander Georgiev is the Avalanche's starting goalie, and they lost Nazem Kadri. Like, they're not going to be the same team. The Blues, the Blues finished last year 10 points back of Colorado. The Blues took Colorado to six games in that series where Colorado won with like five seconds left. The Blues are really good. They had their Dude, exact the Blues same third core. and fourth line sucks. They had their exact same core from when they won the Stanley Cup. Ryan O'Reilly, Robert Thomas is now a signed, you know, eight-year player. Jordan Cairo had a breakout year last year. Like St. Louis is really good. Bennington's their starting goalie, but also they got Thomas Grice as their backup. So they have a one A, one B, like two. You know, solidified starting goal is in the Thomas Rice is so scary. You're so right. He's a very scary goalie. It's a good one A, one B. No? I mean, sure. Um, I, I think he's fine. I wouldn't say, you know, he's he threatens ever anyone. And no, yeah, but it's it's a you know, it's not a weak backup. Dude, like are you more comfortable with St. Louis's goaltending or Colorado's? Like I mean, sure, yeah. Georgiev, we know firsthand how much he sucks, but like so did Darcy Kemper and he won a cup. So it's like I, I don't know, man. Um, you know, if you want to put them first, mm -hmm. do that at your own risk. There's still an incredible Louis, team. I have St. Louis winning the central and Colorado coming second. So let's, so I can't believe we debated that much about the West. Cause the East is now going to be a fucking nightmare. I imagine between. Two well, all right, let's rip through the Atlantic. Let's, yeah. let's do, let's do eight through five and then four through one. So, okay. um, eight through five. Oh man. Um, I, I'm going to go eighth Montreal again. Agreed. Um, seventh, I'm going Buffalo. Also agreed. This is where it gets tough for me. Um, like I want to put Detroit and Ottawa in the playoffs so bad. Um, that being said, I think only one of them will probably like get there. Um, Wait, do, you, do you have four and four again or do you have five and three? I have, I, have, I, have five, I have five and three again. I have, four. I have five in the Metro and four in the Atlantic. Or no, five of the Metro three, five, three. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm the same. I have five. Well, last year was four and four, bro. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying I have, yeah. I have, I have five, five and three, three too. I have five and three. Uh, yeah, I have five. Uh, no, I have four and four. I have four and four. And six, begrudgingly, I'm going to put Detroit. But fifth, I'm going with Boston Bruins. Dude, we're, we're completely aligned. I have the exact same order. I have eight Montreal, seven Buffalo, six Detroit, and five Boston. I just think Boston has a lot missing to start the season. Agreed. Like they'll make a push, but I think it's gonna be too late. Agreed. Um, fourth, I am going with the Ottawa Senators to same sneak here. in a playoff spot. Oh, I, I don't have them making the playoffs, but I have them finishing fourth. Said that earlier in the year. Um, they made some, you know, really, really big moves this year. Getting uh, you know, two little guys named uh, Alex DeBrincat and Claude Giroux. Um, I think they're going to do wonders for this team on top of Kachuk building on his year. Um, they have a lot of good players there, they have a good goaltender. Um, I think they have all the makings of what they need to kind of make that jump. Um, they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think they are going to be uh, in that last playoff spot. Um, at four, at three, I am going with Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow, interesting. Two, I'm going Tampa Bay Lightning. And one, I'm having the Florida Panthers repeat. Okay, so we are aligned for the most part. It's, I have Ottawa four with you, but I okay. don't have them making the playoffs. Okay. At three, I have, I have Florida. I don't think Florida is going to have as strong of a year this year as they did last year. Huberto, like, really dominated last year. Like, he was... Oh, they got Kachuk, who's a better player. Does, 
No, he's not. Kachuk is not better than Huberdeau. No yes, chance. He is. I, I completely disagree. We'll make this we'll make this a poll on Monday. I'm not even gonna okay. argue it because okay. I just completely disagree. Um wrong. I think I think I wrong. think a Chuck, I think a Chuck is a very good hockey player. I think Huberdo is so much more skilled and just nope. and just overall smart. Kachuk has that physical presence. And I was I was just saying I'm not gonna argue it, but now I'm arguing it. Yeah. Um like I, I think Kachuk is not gonna have nearly as close to the year he had last year. Oh nope. what? Wrong. Okay. That's that's another bet. I'll bet you that Huberdo finishes more points than Kachuk. Just because he finishes more points doesn't mean he's a better player. I, I let's, let's get that clear. I also this is what? Kachuk's seventh season. This is Huberto's like eleventh number one. So are you making excuses now? No, I'm not. I think I think Kachuk is going to be a better hockey player when all is said and done. That being said, they're both two very, very good hockey players, but I think at this point, Kachuk has more upside to me. But Okay, I'm gonna continue though, because I think losing Uyghur is big also defensively for Florida. Okay. And you know, Spencer Knight's good. I think Spencer Knight's gonna end up winning that starting job. Okay. over Bobrovsky this year. He just signed an extension as well. Um, at two, I agree with you on Tampa. Um, right. You know, not much you could say there. You know, they've been a powerhouse in the East for the last decade, pretty much. Uh-huh. And uh, finishing one, I have Toronto. I think they have the most to prove out of anybody in the Eastern Conference, right? Like, this is it. I think it, if they don't do it this year, like, that shit is blowing up. Like, Matthews is going to be gone if they don't win a playoff series this year. I, I just, I can't imagine them not being hungrier than this regular season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, you do you with Toronto. I just, um, yeah. you know, I think they're a good team. I just don't think they're better than the Panthers or the Leafs uh, or the Lightning. But mm-hmm. uh, that being said, let's go with the good do old. Do you have yours written down, by the way? Because we're going to we're gonna go over this at the end of the season as well and see who got the I don't. You know, most accurate picks or whatever. I expect you to write it down. Oh, I'll, listen, I'll, write it, I'll listen back and, and I'll write it down. Okay. Um, let's go into the Metro, which, okay. which I think we gonna, can both we're gonna, agree. We're going to fight. fight about this. I don't think we will, man. No, I you're going to fight me. You're going to fight me. Okay. Um, <laughs> eighth, I'm going to go with the Flyers. I think Obvious. they're yep. absolute dumpster fire. Seventh, I'm going with the Blue Jackets. I think mm-hmm. they're also a dumpster fire. I don't think they're a dumpster fire, but they're just not um, as strong as the, as the, you know. They, they, dude, they finished with like 80. They had like 81 points last year. They weren't like that far behind. I think I'm going to surprise you, man. Six, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, God, we are going to. Okay. Um, I think they are going to disappoint a lot of people. Um, you know, they obviously re-signed some of their older guys like Malkin and Latang, but same team. They lost Evan Rodriguez. They, um, you know, they're just – I think the other it, it's not a byproduct of them getting worse. I think it's a byproduct of the other teams getting better. Um, fifth, I'm going to go with the New Jersey Devils. I know you're probably putting them in playoffs because you're a weirdo. I'm not. And I'm not. Um, fourth, I'm going to go with the Islanders. Yeah. And the Islanders made the playoffs. That means then. Correct. You're four and four. Okay. Correct. So we're pretty aligned. I would say I have the flyers finishing eighth. Obviously I, I think, and everyone who is making a prediction would predict that for this division. Um, I have Columbus finishing seventh. I, I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be fun, but you know, they just got to get a little time to figure it out with adding Johnny Gaudreau and, and just their overall depth. Cause they're not a very deep team. Um, and then in sixth, who'd you say, have, wait, who'd you say the jackets? Columbus. Yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Fine. Um, in sixth, I have the, the Cavs. Oh, no, the okay. devils. Um, you know, I think the Devils are going to be fun. I don't think they're going to be consistent. Um, and, and I don't have Fraud. them making the playoffs. You literally right. said they were going to make the playoffs like a, a month ago. Yeah, that's a month ago. That's not oh, how I feel okay. now. All right. So so just say you were wrong and you're a dumb-dumb. Sure. I was wrong and I'm a dumb-dumb. But I still have them finishing over the Anaheim Ducks. So Okay, that's fine. And then where my fifth? Mm-hmm. This is where I have the Capitals. They're missing Backstrom, missing Wilson to start the year. Their goaltending is Darcy Kemper, who just won the cup with Colorado. He's not going to have nearly the talent. Why is why is Backstrom Backstrom out? He's hurt. hurt. Yeah, I mean, he's out to like I think he's out to like December. Same with Tom Wilson. Okay, I'm pretty, I'm I mean, pretty sure they still dude. They made some like low key nice moves, dude. They Dylan got Dylan Strom. Yeah, they got Dylan Strom. He had a pretty nice year. Um, was Connor Sheary on that team last year? Yeah. So he's back. Um, Mantha's a good player. Obviously, they got Kuz and Ovi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Oshie's old, but he could still produce a little bit. And then, um, you know, when they, they, did they, did they get Connor Brown too? Like they didn't always have Connor Brown. Did uh, they? do they have him? 
Oh, they yeah, do have I them. think they do have them. I think oh, I'm telling yeah, you, you're right. Made some, like Loki, nice moves. So they got Connor Brown. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, he, he was a, he's a 40 point player. And, um, when they do get Wilson back, when they do get Baxter back, the team's going to be only better. Um, and I think they will hold their own until that happens. And then I think they'll, uh, you know, they'll still make playoffs. So losing Wilson and Backstrom for the first half, I just think it's going to put them in a little bit of a hole. That's fine. I just think there's a lot of question marks in goal too with Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lingren. They're the one-two punch there. And their power play wasn't very good last year. They, I think they were like 23rd in, in the league for whatever reason. I think missing Backstrom is huge you know, to do with that. So I have them missing the playoffs. I'll go into fourth, and I have the Islanders in fourth as well. So we agree there. Um, you have them missing the playoffs though? No, uh, making the playoffs. Making the playoffs. But you said it was five and three. So oh, wait, you, I have the Capitals making the playoffs. Dude, what are you right. doing? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I got distracted. I got a work call. Okay, I okay. I have the Capitals making the playoffs in the in the fifth spot in the okay. Metro. I have the Islanders in the fourth spot in the Metro also making the playoffs. I'll just go into 3-2-1. Yeah, three, three were just swapped. Three were just swapped. You obviously have the Penguins, and I obviously have the Capitals. No, I have the Hurricanes at three. Oh, my God, dude. I have okay. the Hurricanes at three. I have the Rangers at two, and I have the Penguins winning the division. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, anyone, you know, we could put out a hit on Johnny if we need to. I knew this he's, was going to happen. He's on some some secret sauce. We don't know what's going on with him. Um, you know, you can definitely shoot him a DM and, and see if he's doing okay. But uh, other than that, yeah, I have the Penguins not making playoffs. I have the Caps at three. I have the Rangers at two, and I have the Hurricanes at one again. That being said, I think the Rangers are a better team than the Hurricanes, and I think if it comes – Push comes to shove in the playoffs, we'll smoke them again. For me, I just think the Penguins weren't healthy last year. You know, Malkin missed the first half of the season. He came back. He had a point a game, second half of the year. Uh, Tristan Jari had a good season last year. He didn't play in the playoffs. Tristan Jari plays all seven games or in that series. I don't know if the Rangers win, to be Can honest. Can I just say but, you're, you're using health as the excuse when these players all added another year to their career and now they're older and the, the chance of them getting hurt is more likely the chance I, I would put, I would make a $50 bet with you right now that Malkin does not play over, over 72 games this year. For sure. He's going to miss some time. Yeah, Tank of course. He's gonna miss some time, but not half the season. Okay, sure. Just the entire first half of the year. And they also have Ricard Raquel for a full season now. Like the Penguins are swaps Evan Evan Rodriguez. Penguins are are as deep as a top. Evan Rodriguez is not that good of a player. He was he had a good year last year. He's not like he's not like a fucking superstar. Like I think it's just recency bias that all these people have. Like he'll be decent on Colorado. He had a great year last year for like a 25, you know, game stretch where he had like 17 goals, but he quieted down. Like he he wasn't dangerous in the second half of the year or the end of the year. I mean, sure, that's that's fine. I mean, he still had more points than Ricard Raquel, and mm-hmm. Ricard Raquel means- spent the whole year on the Ducks. Uh, sure, I on the on a top line with with some good players, but on the Ducks. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, okay. I, I I'm not going to play with Crosby and like Gensel this year. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think Ricard Raquel is a better player than Evan Rodriguez, but I mm-hmm. think you can kind of swap them out like pretty interchangeably. I mean, I don't think. Ricard Raquel is a superstar by any means. So to say they're finishing well, Rodriguez first didn't over play the Rangers on that line. is insane to me. To say what? Uh, to say they're finishing first over the Rangers and Hurricanes is just. You have insane. the Rangers finishing first? No, I have the Hurricanes finishing first, mm-hmm. Rangers finishing second. But that being said, I think if push comes to shove and they play each other in the playoffs again, the Rangers will smoke them. I do and think you have the, the, the Caps in third. I do have the Caps in third. Yeah. Got it. I think those top three teams are pretty interchangeable. It's just for me, like. I think the Penguins right now know that they have like three years left of this entire core. Like, whereas, you know, the, the rebuilds around the corner basically for some other teams, but Pittsburgh, this is their last shot, right? Like this is the guys they've had for the last almost 15 years. Latang also had like the best year of his career last year. They got Jeff Petrie also on that right side. Pittsburgh to me, like their, their penalty kill also was one of the best. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league last year. They were top five. I'm pretty sure in, de- in defensive efficiency, like Pittsburgh is a really strong team. Gensel is really fucking good. Arguably one of the most underrated players in the league. Is he like, solidified forty goal scorer? Obviously, he dominated I think, us. I just think Pittsburgh, like on paper, as far as like a top nine of forwards go, on paper, they're, yeah, they're a very very good team. But what is on paper and what will actually happen are two entirely different. Yeah, you, you can, and it's a hypothetical argument. We can make this sure, argument about anyone, but but it's it's not though because they're a super old team. They've been, you just said they've been around forever, and these guys are getting older each year. And I think this is it. Are, 
they just signed Latang. They just signed Malkin. They're taking one more crack at it. Sure. And, it's their last kick they, of the can. Until they all get hurt. And then, you know, they're they're out missing time. And your argument for the Caps was because they have players missing time. So as soon yeah, as... Those guys are already hurt. You can't okay. just assume people are going to get hurt. How do you make a prediction? Assuming because, you can't assume I, I mean, it's not really a predi- prediction. Latang hasn't played more than like 65 games in like four years. I think I'm pretty sure he played 70 last year. Did he not? I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see. Okay, you're right. He did. <laughs> but, but to be fair, before last year, he didn't play more than 65 games yeah. in four years. But dude, you can't just like you, you can't just assume injuries when you make predictions, you know? Um, I can and I will, but okay. <laughs> sure. Nah, it's I mean, you know, it's I mean, I was expecting that reaction when I said that I knew that you were gonna react that way when I said that. <laughs> like, like I just knew it. But, I mean, listen, if if Pittsburgh finishes first, that would be crazy and i will give you all the props you need i actually think pittsburgh right now when you look at sports books they're second to win the metro in front of the rangers it's carolina pittsburgh and the rangers odds wise i mean listen man if if they finish first that would be crazy and i i gotta say i don't think it that is the hot of the hot takes because i don't think anybody else is saying those kinds of things so if mm-hmm. you know it comes comes first then by all means man take the credit yeah, I well, I'm, I'm not like this is just what I think going into the year, and and you know things are gonna change. You know injuries yeah. happen. Like yeah. I, in a month from now, I might say Pittsburgh's fucked. Like it's just right it, for sure. Just, you know, like everything is all relative to where it's gonna we are be. Right now. It's gonna be so funny when it comes out and like we're just both completely entirely yeah, wrong. That's how it and is. Like, but you can't just finish first. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, like. That's that's why predictions are predictions. Like we're not experts. Facts, like, we're we're facts. just saying what we think. You know, like yeah, we we dude, like the one team that could end up like who is it that I was thinking of before? The Preds. I said earlier, like the Preds. I have them in sixth in that division. They could easily like fucking win it. I don't think they'll be better than Colorado, but like or uh, St. Louis. But like you know, like they they are one of those teams that like yeah, they have talent. Like if they just put it together, like they can win that division. Who's to say they can't? But I just have them ranked six because that's what I think right now. But you know. Like Matthew Shane last year, I think had like forty goals. He did, he did, and so yeah. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Time will tell, and we'll revisit this at the end of the season, and then see how wrong we were, and it'll be a sight for sore eyes. Hopefully, the Rangers finish first. I hope they do yeah. both of us wrong and finish first. And mm-hmm. I it's hard to bet against Carolina though. They've won that division three years in a row. I think true, they did, and also I just. Um, really, really, really hate Pittsburgh. So I, know. That's I, I don't I, love them either, but like, I just, you know, I'm just trying to like Pittsburgh is probably, I would say, besides the devils, they're probably my second most hated team. Really? I don't have yeah. any beef yeah. toward the devils, but Pittsburgh, I like, they're like, oh, they're my dude. least favorite team for sure. Yeah. No, you asked me my least favorite team in the NHL. It's, it's definitely Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't stand them. Um, so I just can't put them them, though, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, they do have one of the best players of all time. Um, but that being said, we will see, and you know, it's going to be a very exciting season and I'm just so happy hockey's back, man. Like I, it's, I I'm so upset because I'm actually not going to be able to watch opening day because Mm -hmm. I have tickets to ALDS game one, which is dope. Which is dope for sure, but I'm like so I'm so mad that like obviously it's of course opening night, um. But you know I'll have my MSG Go app up. Well, like mid. I've never been to a, a baseball playoff game. Oh, I've dude. actually never. Uh, I've been to a football playoff game. It's totally not. different. It's totally different. It's like a baseball playoff game is very similar to a hockey playoff game. They're fun. Everybody stands up the whole game, and it's just like deafening. It's the difference is you're outside, but it's mm-hmm. you know deafening roars and and it's very very good time and you know baseball gets a little bit boring over the season so it's it's a really nice change of pace because it's the opposite of boring and it's it's very exciting mm-hmm. um, i enjoy playoff baseball it's fun yeah yeah i enjoy you so uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean other than that I, I don't really have much else to kind of go through um yeah so what do we gather from this kachuk versus huberdo we have that I like write that 18 down. 18 arguments um I gotta, I gotta write that one down kachuk okay. versus huberdo kachuk versus huberdo lafreniere versus mctavish we said that no but you you uh, said mctavish there's no way mctavish will have 50 points and i called 55, you crazy like, so. 55 points McTavish, so, 55 uh, yeah points. so all right so write it down lafreniere mm-hmm. versus mctavish mm-hmm. um and then what else? I'll, I'll just listen back and I'll write it down. I'll all right, back. all right, yeah. all right, all right. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Those are, that's those all are I've got two, too. Uh, yeah, 
We'll try to get a guest for next week's show. I'm actually moving to Brooklyn uh, next week. I know. So Congrats okay. on the apartment. Thank you. When we record, you want to come over? Yeah, maybe. Right. Uh, well, not next weekend. I can't. I'm actually home, but maybe okay. the weekend after we'll we'll do a little fun. live sound. All right. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll, I think we we'll, we'll try to get a guest for next week's show to, you know, preview the Rangers season. We'll make it Rangers focus with opening night being next Tuesday for the okay. Tuesday, but yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Send in the questions and let's go Rangers. We're one week away. One week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.